You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? We are tuned into another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. Y'all, we're back and we are better. I'm so happy to be here with y'all. I'm recording again. Um, every time that I put on the mic, every time that y'all, I could just get a chance to share, to care, to express with y'all. It just really, really warms my heart. So for everybody that's been rocking with me so far, thank you so much. For all the newbies, what's up? Um, and I'm so happy to be chatting with y'all today um, on the topic of vulnerability. Um, as we are moving into spaces, places, and opportunities for us to profess our power, to find the power in our story, in our prose, or whatever that looks like for us, vulnerability plays a part in that. Without vulnerability, you're only going to go so far. You can only connect with so many people. Your impact will only be so deep. Vulnerability plays a huge, huge, huge factor in everything that we do. Um, And most of the time, what stops us from realizing that is some blockage that we have. Um, The vulnerability either isn't for us, that it looks better when other people do it, or you're just simply worried about the outcome. After I'm vulnerable, what does that look like? How are people going to respond? And et cetera. So this episode is to really dive into how vulnerability is for you. And the impact is just exceedingly and abundantly great once we tap into the power behind that. So to help me do that, I have invited Tyler O'Reilly to the show. Tyler is the founder of the new podcast. She currently resides in Dallas, Texas, although she's originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Shout out to all the Missouri kids on the airwaves. Um, She is currently using her strategic communication and PR skills she gained from the University of Missouri to elevate her day job of working in advertising. And thankfully, she got to grow those same skills as she works on her side hustle, Nude. Simply put, she's a 23-year-old sensitive and compassionate powerhouse who seeks to help others better appreciate their own extraordinary qualities. She's a firm believer that life is difficult enough, but it can be so much better with a unified tribe to support and uplift us. She loves learning and loving people, so that pretty much comes out in all of her work. So shout out to Tyler. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. I'm so I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that you're here, y'all. I'm gonna put a nude in the show notes, so please, please, please be sure to check her out. And of course, it'll be linked um on IG as well. But Tyler started a podcast, the new podcast, and it is I'm, I should just let Tyler talk about it. Actually, I'm already about to tell you her whole list feel. But I think that um, what's just so great about our shows intersecting is because I think mistakenly a lot of people think about power as being one thing that's all the way to the left of something and vulnerability being something that's all the way to the right and totally unrelated. And it's not, 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 not true. You need vulnerability and there's power in that, which is why even the title of this episode is so strategic um, because you can't have one without the other. And I do think a lot of people, even when they're standing in vulnerability, they don't see the power in that. There's so much power in being able to tap into that and to do that, especially on a consistent basis. Um, so, of course, I'm going to let Tyler get into it. So can you kind of just go more into Nude, give the people what kind of happens on Nude when you speak every week. And then, of course, what power and vulnerability could mean um, to the people that are listening and what it means for you as you speak every week on your show. 
Absolutely. So honestly, I'll start with the inspiration for the new podcast. Um, I am a very, very sensitive person, always have been. And that used to be something that I was really, really ashamed of. But as I started to kind of accept that about me and, you know, see the effects of my sensitivity and just me me embracing that sensitivity, right? Because there were times in the past where I tried to, like, hide it mm-hmm. or, you know, people would be like, why are you reacting like that? Like, you are just too emotional. And, like, that was so hard for me to hear. So I was like, you know what? There's something here, though. My sensitivity and, and my expression of my sensitivity allows me to connect with people, right? It allows me to be empathetic and to just really stay true to me, mm-hmm. but also to my relationships. So I was like, bet my sensitivity and my vulnerability is my power. And that's going to help me, you know, propel forward in multiple ways, like in, in multiple aspects of my life. So I was like, great. I, I've established this with myself. I've started, I worked on a better relationship with myself mm-hmm. and that's something that I've been uh, continue to do. But I just started to like the fact that I'm sensitive and I was like, okay, cool. Well, we're going to continue to do that. And I want to, you know, reach out to the other sensitive people. I want, you know, other people to realize that there's power in expressing yourself. I think human beings in general are sensitive. Like, I think that's just human nature to, and sensitivity, all it is, is, you know, your ability to react, right? Or like the degree to which you feel things, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people run away from, from feeling things deeply, but I think that there's so, so much power in just feeling everything. So with that said, I decided that the new podcast would be a place where a community really where people feel comfortable expressing themselves, where, you know, people feel liberated because again, there's power in being vulnerable because Without keeping it real, I mean, we live in a facade, and so we can't do that. Because in order to live the fullest life possible, you have to you have to show up, essentially. So that's what it's about. Um, there's a plethora of topics on there, but they all are relating to self-love, self-awareness, and self-liberation. So um, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's you. a lot of fun. Not for everybody, which is cool, because I, I know it, some of it is intense. You know, it, it does confront a lot of um, real stuff. Like, so you got to be prepared for that. But I, it is for everybody in the sense that, like, it is a healing platform mm-hmm. for sure. So I love that. So how has your journey been for professing the power that you have in vulnerability been up to this point? So right now, you are a podcaster. You have a community in the space where you're professing the power of your vulnerability, unraveling what that looks like, and you're inviting people along on the journey. But there was a moment when you didn't know that that power was there. So how did that kind of transition from where you were before to where you're standing in power and your vulnerability now? The journey to embracing vulnerability has been a little difficult. I'm not going to lie because, um, number one, I mean, again, I have to establish a strong enough relationship with myself to where I'm really not worried about any external validation mm-hmm. or acceptance. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest part because, you know, again, when we're in these situations where, you know, we think we're overreacting or not reacting enough mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be, it's just like, okay, my reaction is, is mine. A hundred percent. You know, how to properly react to this situation. So it took a long time for me to get that part. Mm -hmm. Just like my feelings are my own. My reactions are my own. And how somebody reacts to me is their own. You know what I mean? So 
I've had to break that down. And I think it really boils down to the fact that like my life is meant to live fully. And I can't do that without being myself. And I was blessed to be sensitive and vulnerable. So, hey, I'm going to take it. <laughs> so um, I started to just really like that about me. Mm-hmm. I started really liking how I was able to connect with people and to make people feel something and to just feel comfortable. That's something that I used to get a lot because I share so much of myself. People feel really comfortable talking to me. And I, I love that. I, I invite that in. So it's just been, you know, on a personal level that that's been a pleasant experience for me. And then as far as, you know, putting it into the podcast, I just decided like, hey, I I need this for myself. I need to be able to feel free. I don't want to hold all of this back. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of information to share. I think it could be helpful. And I need a tribe. Like I need people who are on the same mission of loving themselves a little bit more so that we can love each other a little bit more. So. It, I, I'm not going to say it's always easy. It's not. No, <laughs> but I still have my moments where I'm like, uh, I'm a little scared to be vulnerable in this situation. But at the end of the day, that's power. That's freedom. Think about it. Being able to be exactly who you are in every moment. I think so. <laughs> that's what I'm chasing. Yeah. I actually wanted to dive into that a little bit because for me, one of the things that I'm trying to put into place all the time which is like you said difficult to do is that there's no box there's no actual situation circumstance that vulnerability just has to sit there and it can't spill over into other areas of my life so there are times where like it took me a minute low-key but high-key to be vulnerable with my friends like I had people that I was vulnerable with and I was like, okay, if you're not on that list, you're not getting in. Like that's just point blank period. Good luck trying to figure out yeah. something that's deeper. Good luck trying to figure out what I'm thinking about right now. Um, how that thing that happened that you know is bad, you know it's traumatic, but I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm not gonna express how this is affecting me. And therefore it was affecting how people related to me it affected how they could show up for me even there are people that 100% wanted to be in my corner for certain areas of my life but because I wasn't letting them in to even what my corner looked like it was hard for them to know what to bring to my corner Mm -hmm. um so I think that that's a huge thing that I've been trying to work on in the past two years for sure but I think it really started before I got to New York but even once I got here I met all new people. I went to corporate America for the first time. And that vulnerability is different than sharing with my friends on a college campus. Um, So Mm -hmm. I think that that's been a huge, huge, huge journey for me. It's kind of unlocking all the different places where my vulnerability is welcome. And I'm the one that has to welcome it in. It can't be other people deciding like, oh, you can tell us anything or, oh, we're here for you. It's like I had to Mm -hmm. decide that for myself first before I could really even believe that other people were welcoming it at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Something that, I don't know, kind of makes sense to me in in that setting is that, like, there's two sides to it. Like, one is you do still get to be selective in, you know, who you're vulnerable with and to what extent, for sure. But I think it comes down to, like, when you refuse to be vulnerable with people you actually would like to be Mm -hmm. that way with. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the difference. And then on the other end, like, we got to remember, at least in my opinion, like a lot of this, especially corporate America, is a construct, right? So me being a divinely crafted human being with feelings, I feel like 
it's it's very important to embrace all of me, right? In every setting, because if I shut that off, you know, it's it's very limiting to me. So even in the sense where I'm in a corporate setting, I feel like, of course, I'm going to be selective as to what I share, but I, I'm just interested in living the most authentic life possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, don't, I can't hide from myself. So I'm not hiding myself from other people either. <laughs> no, I love that. And I love how you said you can't hide from yourself because we have to be vulnerable for ourselves first. Mm-hmm. That is, yep. I think another thing that we have to work through as a people together is if we're trying to profess power in something too many times we think that we're professing that power for everybody else and it's not it's not that you have to decide that this is that important to you that you're gonna work at it for you that you can catch hold of it for yourself um so that way yeah you can even in your own room look at something on hulu and not be afraid to cry about it it's not really even about crying in spaces where people can see you but there are so many people that hold back their emotions from themselves they do hide from themselves um and that in turn of course spills over into how they interact with other people how they judge other people for their vulnerability when really it's something that they haven't unpacked for themselves so they kind of can't relate or be empathetic to those type of situations because they haven't explored it they haven't journeyed down that path so it's super 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 key to know that your vulnerability is for you and that can kind of help people not be so intimidated by it I think a lot of people are intimidated when you even say the word vulnerability it sounds like "Ah, I don't want to touch that it's too much we don't get too deep but I think the empowering part in it is that it's for you and once you start to think about that, it's like, I can't be worried about what Tyler's going to say about me crying about mm-hmm. this show or what this person's going to think about this caption I put under this post because it's for me. And if y'all catch wind of it, then that's even doper. That just amplifies what's taking place here. But at the end of the day, if we try to be vulnerable for other people, that's where the blockages come from. That's where the extra stuff kind of piles on top of it and we lose sight of what's really happening. And the power does get stripped a little bit because of that. And I would also say that like vulnerability is difficult to do. It is um, being real with yourself and getting to know yourself is a labor intensive process, but I think we should also like kind of change the way that we talk about being vulnerable or like view it. We always look at it as like this scary, difficult thing to do, but imagine like the healing that comes with Mm -hmm. it, you know, Mm -hmm. like there is so much healing that happens from being honest with yourself about how you feel about, you know, what you think of yourself. Like that's, that's like the starting point to a better life in my opinion. (laughs) Like it really is. I think that is so true. So do you have a point in time that you could dive into for us just as an example of a time where you didn't want to share something or you had to be super decisive about the benefits of it? Because, of course, our nature is to clam up to not want to share. Um, so was there a moment in time where you had the option to do that, but you opted not to and you saw the benefit of being vulnerable in that moment? Yes. So I was I use relationships as my examples a lot because that's just the best the best way to speak to it. But um, I would say honestly, recently just having moved to a new city and trying to adjust and figure it out and be an adult for the first time um, has been you know 
a process in itself, mm-hmm. but with that, I kind of endured a period of just like major self-reflection because I didn't really have any friends out here and I was just, I missed my family. So I was, I was just here and I was forced to like really like mm. think about what I wanted in my life. I was trying to maintain other uh, relationships, you know, long distance friendships and relationships and it wasn't really working out. But um, I had a new friend come into my life who really, really, really wanted to be present. And unfortunately, due to my past of relationships that didn't work out, I, I was very hesitant. Like, this was a person who was constantly showing the receipts, like, hey, I want to be in your life. And like, I really want to, I want to know more about you. I want to, I want to experience, you know, this friendship. I was super closed off and I did not mean or anything, but I was just very like surface level. Everything yeah. was super surface level because I was scared because people who I, you know, poured my heart out to in whatever way, like they ended up kind of, it didn't work out. So I was like, well, I don't really see the point in <laughs> letting anybody get too close. So actually there was a time where me and this person we didn't communicate because it, it was kind of my fault in that situation because I really wasn't offering um, myself to the fullest extent. And they could they could sense that, you know, they could tell that I was closed off or kind of just not really. I, I didn't it wasn't that I didn't want to engage, but it was really difficult for me to engage. So I kind of lost out in that moment. Mm. But we had um, we hit like a breaking point one day I went over and I was asking, you know, we were just having a conversation and um, she asked for me to share something with her. And in that moment, I literally like I felt my gears, you know, switching around. And I was like, OK, <laughs> this is your moment to share and to be vulnerable. And I was like, you know, let's not think about the past and how that stuff didn't work mm-hmm. out. Let's try and be vulnerable. And so I expressed uh, my feelings about a certain situation and I was so glad I did because not only was I holding on to that situation by myself for so long, but also her response, like she was just so welcoming and so compassionate. And I just wonder, like, if I would have never allowed it to get to that point, I mean, me and her are super close now. So I could have completely missed out on an amazing opportunity, an amazing friendship because I didn't, I was scared. And don't get me wrong, I had every right to be scared because um, of my past relationships and, and outcomes. But at the end of the day, like you cannot allow that to ruin your future experiences, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think um, first I can relate to that experience, especially, like you said, moving here. I was like, I don't know y'all. I don't know your mama and them. I don't know nothing about what you got going on. So I gave people enough. Like, you know, like I can joke. I can play. I'm a comedy. If you look good, I'm like, okay, come on, purple pant. Like I can give you whatever I'm going to give you. And you like, okay, this is present. She's showing up. She's here. She's taking in my fit. Like she's giving me energy. But at the end of the day, you haven't learned nothing about me. I haven't told you what I got going on, how it was hard for me to get here, to even talk, see your parents are purple. Like, you know what I mean? And so I think that it was a huge, huge wall that I had to take down um, because it's laboring to ask other people to do that. And it's, it's also not going to be as fruitful if they have to do it. I think that they have to be patient and receiving of the different moments that you're in if you guys are on a different page they definitely 100 percent have to be understanding to that and lean into that perhaps a little bit more than maybe they need to with another friend 
or a romantic relationship, your mama, like whoever. But I think the real work is internal and it's for us to reassess, to separate the current situation we're in from the one that we were in before. And what has been helping me is just thinking about all the different avenues that are affected by me being vulnerable. So my poetry can hit people different because I'm being raw and real with myself. Again, creating for me before it gets to you. So once it gets to you now, you can rock with me or you can think about your own situation and maybe it's not exactly what I'm talking about, but the feeling is the same. The sentiment is the same. When you take feelings out of stuff and you keep it surface level and you only talking about, okay, girl, I see your fit. Okay, girl, you look nice the other day. Okay, girl, I see you grinding. It's like, we only gonna get so far. You really, really build when you're able to go beyond that point with people when you're able to go deep down dirty raw when you can see folk not necessarily at their lowest because that's not necessarily um that doesn't have to be a part of the story but I think just in general pulling back a layer or two and really seeing where people's values are what they stand on something and that can empower you because you're reminded of your values you're reminded of what you stand on you're reminded of your triumphs and what you've gone through things that got you down but you can talk about it now even I think that's a triumph within itself is to be able to say I couldn't talk about this this did rock my world but now I can share it with you on your couch and I couldn't do this six months ago a year ago um and you won't have those moments we really really strip ourselves of those moments of giving ourselves a pat on the back when we don't do that because you can't say that you shared because you didn't I mean like I said there's so much fulfillment when you are vulnerable like that is how the connections are made like you said you know sometimes relationships won't get to that place if you aren't vulnerable we don't want surface level relationship mm-hmm. at least i don't mm-hmm. like what what is that you know i mean you still got your different groups of friends right right with, you know you got you got your people that you can tell everything to and that's cool but like really if you if you want something that's fruitful you got to do, do the work a little bit, which requires not only work to nurture the relationship, but also work on yourself to where you feel good, feel to where you can, you can contribute. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I have to try to keep my discernment up and decipher at the right time and people to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with. So that, and just, I guess for myself also, so that way I'm not rebuilding a wall that I've been kind of slowly, steady but surely, um, taking down brick by brick. So with that, if there's a certain piece that I want to write or a situation, like writing is my healing process. Um, and it could be, I don't know, cooking for other people. It could be quality time. It's somebody's love language or whatever. So if I am using that as my way to process or to heal, then I need to do that just for me. So if it's cooking, I got to cook for me. If it's writing, I got to write for me. If it's quality time somewhere that's not in my crib, I, I got to go to the museum by myself, whatever that thing is. And as I continue to do that by myself, that is being vulnerable. That is a moment. It's being able to assess, discern, decipher that something's happening and lean fully into that. Then after that, you get that second piece of being like, okay, I think 
I can trust Tyler to come along and ride with me. Or I think this person, like you were saying, they showing, they got the receipts. Like, yo, I'm here with you. I yeah. care. I done told you some of my my past, my vulnerabilities, my dirty laundry, whatever. And there, that is how relationships are built. It's kind of that give and take of you doing this thing, you going down in the trenches with me, I'm down in the trenches with you. You can trust me with this. I can trust you with that. And so once we do it with ourselves, and take down that wall. That wall at least is at a standstill. You're not building extra bricks. It's easier to have somebody come in and relieve that pressure, like you were saying. Um, but I think it really, really starts with ourselves and what that means, and not just thinking about it, because we can get so lost in thinking that we're doing one thing when we're really not. People are like, I would like to see. It. I ain't seen you be vulnerable yet, but because yeah. you're so in your head, you're like, oh, I, I was. And it's like, no, you thought about it for a second, but we haven't really seen a manifestation of it come to pass for everybody to kind of get in there with you. Because um, especially if you are sitting in a place of being vulnerable for X amount of time, by yourself I think it can get tiring it can get exhausting and you do need other yeah. people that can build you up that can provide a laugh when you're like you know what I'm just I'm feeling too many feelings today like I, I need to be a yeah. little bit lighter that's what community is all about so there's power in being vulnerable but there's also power in being vulnerable with other people or like you were saying having that tribe of folk that you can be like I. Right, y'all need to come over or we need to go somewhere or let's go bowling or let's do whatever because I'm feeling X thing. And even saying that, like my friend had texted me like, if I ain't home in an hour, call me. And that's a vulnerable thing to say. I, don't, I ain't asked no questions like, yeah. where you at? What you doing? What you think you're going to do if you ain't home? Like I ain't asked none of that. It was just like, I bet. And I set a timer. I went about my business. I was watching YouTube videos. I went about my business watching YouTube videos. And then an hour later, I was like, yo, where you at? And she was at home. Like, you know what I mean? But just even that, that's vulnerable. Yeah. People could ask you questions like, hey, why you say that? I could call, I could have called her right then and there. Like, uh-uh, what you do? Like, you know, whatever. And I didn't do that. And I think that if she didn't allow that space for that to happen, like, we've grown deeper since she's done that. But it was because... She found an opportunity to be like, hey, maybe I can reach out about this moment that I'm having. It could be an isolated moment, but it could also be a space where I can invite somebody in to walk on this journey with me. And she controlled kind of how I was walking on that journey. So she could have just called me right then and there. She could have gave a whole spiel about it. But she decided that my space was an hour from when she contacted me. And because I love her, because I respect her, I respected that boundary that she put up. I could tell it wasn't time for me to call her right then. It wasn't time for me to ask questions at that moment. My time to show up, my time to be a friend, my time to share if I had a testimony or whatever was 60 minutes later, you know? So I think that um, I share that just to kind of be like, there are there's still boundaries that you could put up even as you're being vulnerable with people. And with them being intentionally showing up for you, they'll respect it. They'll respect that you can still, not that I'm saying build up walls, but more so just there can be cases and points and parameters that you set up that you simply just ask people to respect and they'll do that. And that allows space for you to unfold your vulnerability and your truth at a pace that feels comfortable for you. Okay, so I know we are here talking a lot about, you know, the benefits of being vulnerable, the connectedness that it provides, but we know that it's still a difficult process. So 
I really just wanted to add in some details about how you can be more vulnerable or how to make that a little easier for you. Number one, we already know, be selective, right? And check out who's present for you. Check out, you know, who really wants to know you at your full self, right? Who isn't entertaining any um, surface level interactions, right? Somebody who wants to know you on a deeper level. So really dive into those full force. It can be scary, but again, it's worth it because those are the individuals who want to see you grow and who want to help you grow. So you got to be open with them in order to make that happen, right? And then two, I feel like another way to just really embrace your vulnerability is to be real with yourself. And when I say real, I mean like raw, real. Like <laughs> We be trying to hide feelings from ourselves um, in certain situations. We actually we get embarrassed when we do certain things. It's totally okay mm-hmm. to call all of that out. Call it out. Because then if, if hopefully this doesn't happen, but in the case that anyone else decides to call out these emotions, you've already addressed it. You're already aware. This is already what you know that you're bringing to the table. So what someone else says or how someone else reacts has no impact on, you know, your current situation or experience. So number one, dive into those relationships where it is clear that someone wants the best for you. Number two, be real with you. You have to. Um, I don't know. Anything else you want to add? I feel like those are the strongest, like, points for me. Those are the strongest. I think it's just super important to do those because that's the the nucleus of everything is being real with yourself before you can pour out to anybody else before you can create a platform where you're sharing with people giving tips and tricks to people you have to go through that journey with you that is the most that's the most important person to be vulnerable with the most important person to have deep conversations with to unpack stuff is yourself not your bae not your mom and them not your homegirl people at work is deep down with you like if Des ain't real with Des, i can't record if i record it's gonna sound off and crazy because i i didn't have a chance to chat with me about what i'm chatting about you know so i just think that that is the key to everything and again it makes it that much more fruitful when you bring other people in and they're able to build on what you said how they're able to y'all are able to go together to a deeper level um and just other people can see like now we live in a place where you can be for lack of a better word on a platform you can be in a space where people can take in your process and what's happening and i think it can throw you off your game when you do that prematurely so it's super important and amazing and fruitful once you're doing that from a genuine place internally with yourself you're able to dive deep uncover what you can find coping mechanisms that can help you because after you're vulnerable sometimes you can feel open and raw and just like what's next like, okay you told me to open up i didn't open up girl but when are we gonna close it back up I'm, I'm ready to shut down right now um so in doing that you can find out what is that thing maybe it's not writing for you like there ain't power and in, in pen for you it ain't, it ain't there and that's okay but finding out what makes you happy in those moments is it taking a walk do you have to go on a on a date with somebody like okay we're going to the museum we're going to go to do some type of activity to get my mind off this thing is it watching a show whatever it is you can't really find that out 
until you do the first step, which is just being real with yourself, you know? So I think that there are subsequent things that can pop off. There are subsequent people that can be blessed by what you do, but it all starts with you doing it first. So as always, y'all know we have the power tool of the week. Um, And as I did when we had Ali Ariane on the show, I wanted to give Tyler a chance to share the power tool this week. I think it's just super amazing um, that she was able to come on and chat it up with us today. And I really just want her to give the tool that we can use even for me. Being vulnerable is still something that I'm working through. I think there are plenty of times where I'm trying hard to have people tick off on a box if I can trust you or not. Like, can you, I got the vulnerability, it's in me. And I know it's there and I don't got no problem expressing it with myself now. Obviously, I'm a writer, so I, I've gotten to that place where I can do it with Des. Like, Des gonna get it. But if you gonna get it, we gotta see, sis. Like, you know, it's a little bit of a process for me to figure that out. So I'm hoping that with the power tool, as all of us are trying to profess our power and what that looks like externally with other people, that we can really use the power tool to help us do that. Yes. So the power tool for the week, I'm going to say is to be still. I think a lot of times we are just moving and kind of um, deflecting and avoiding. And I think we just need to be still and allow some things to settle in especially so we can connect more with ourselves and then of course consequently with more with other people as well so I think there's strength in just sitting and and analyzing and being present with yourself so let's be still I love that this is so crazy y'all Tyler did not tell me what her power tool was gonna be before she said it and I am recording with her, obviously, right now. Um, But after we hang up, I'm literally going to go be still at a coffee shop. Like, one of my things that I want to do, not necessarily a goal or resolution, but just something I'm conscious of, is this city is so big and so vast, and there's so many coffee shops and mom and pop, look, cafes. And I just want to sit and write in them, sit and reflect, and all of that good stuff. So... That is literally on my agenda for today. So the fact that she said that, that is peak alignment. That is like, what else you going to do? That's it. That's where the power is. Be still. Like, I think that it's just so many things that stimulate our minds on the day to day. Me and her having this conversation right now. Then I get off and maybe I'm on Instagram and then I have to get on the train. I'll see somebody engaging in the conversation there. All of these things. I constantly keeping my mind stimulated, it's constantly navigating my thoughts and having that time to be still, having that time to process really, really can bring the power back to you. It can bring you back to a place of stillness and just knowing, feeling like you're in control of your feelings. Most of the time, we don't feel in control of the feelings that we feel. So we cast off vulnerability altogether. We cast off sharing with people altogether because we feel uh, a rocking of our insides when we have that time to be still we have those moments to kind of take in the world around us taking what's happening inside of us on our day-to-day it really really creates a space where you can grab hold of what's happening you can create plans of how you're going to move forward and then you can decide who you want to bring along on that journey if you're ready to do that most of the time we try to bring people along when we're not ready that leads to us being hurt they're trying to give us advice we're not ready to hear because we haven't had the time to be still and process 
what's happening to us in the first place, to be able to articulate it to somebody else. So I think that is just super beautiful and powerful, the fact that you just said that right now, girl. Like, what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm all for it. Especially because, like, again, you know, there's just a lot of noise. And mm-hmm. sometimes in order to really feel connected, in order to, like you said, have a little bit of more control over what we're feeling or at least how we're expressing our feelings, we got to sit. We got to just breathe for a second. <laughs> And with that, I want to say thank you so much to Tyler for being on the show. Again, I think it's just super dope that, first of all, two Missouri girls, two girls from uh, Mizzou are living our separate advertising (laughs) lives. And we have intersected in this way. Like, both of us having shows. We didn't talk about it. We haven't really, up to this point, um, supported each other in these journeys because, again, separate paths, separate lives, separate years of graduating, all that good stuff. But the fact that we are leading our platforms, doing the things in our own special way, and that they're able to intersect in this moment, um, I think it's just super powerful and fruitful. So I just want to thank you, Tyler, for being on the show and of course, if you want to keep up with the nude podcast and dive deeper into Tyler's story, how she unpacks with guests and things on her show, then please, please, please be sure to keep up with her on Instagram and Twitter at the nude pod for the podcast um, profiles. And you can get more about when episodes are going to drop and all that good stuff. And then, of course, if you want to keep up with Tyler, Tyler, can you let us know where to find you on your yes, personal profile? You can follow me on Twitter and or Instagram at Tyler Lynn. So that is Tyler with three R's and Lynn with a Y and three N's. So uh, I know that's a lot, but you know, we we here. And uh, yeah, please follow me. Please interact. (laughs) I love people. I love to talk. Thank you so much, Destiny, for just offering me your time and a space on your platform. It's been a blessing and an honor. And you are doing great work. So I'm I'm excited for you and your future with um within this platform. So be excited because you're doing great. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks, girl. Um, and then Tyler also has a website, so I'll be sure to link both the new podcast Tyler <laughs> Land with all them ends and her personal um well and the podcast website in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. You can also check out me all the things i have going on and more for the power and pros podcast on instagram you can hit power and pros at power and pros podcast on instagram my personal instagram and twitter is zest that's z-e-s-t of desk d-e-s on instagram um keep up with me chat with me let me know what you all want to hear what you all like so far we'll be back with the power punch next week for all those who miss it stay tuned don't worry it's coming um and i love y'all so be sure to profess your power this week use the power tool of being still let me know how that is for you if it's was hard if it was easier than you thought things that were uncovered during your time i just would love to chat about it um because for us to proclaim our power in 2020 all of these things have to happen even the way that the shows are unfolding at the top of the year are intentional there's power in everything that we do and the more power that we can grab hold of and not in a egotistical way but just the more that we can unlock those parts of ourselves that are tucked away the parts of ourselves that were dumbed down um, or pushed away by other people and that we can take stock in it for ourselves as we're coming into our own it can really 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 take it to new heights and inspire other people along the way um so remember to profess your power this week and there's power in prose
Bye, y'all.